Hey guys, thank you for joining me for another episode. I'm super excited to share uh, this episode with you guys. It is titled, When Jesus Gets in Your Boat. Now, I'm not going to spoil anything by telling you anything more about it. We're just going to get right into it. And I hope that it is a blessing to you like it was to me when God really um, laid this message on my heart. So, what happens when Jesus gets in your boat? That is what we will discover today. Lean in close, guys. This message will bless you in more ways than one. Are you ready? Let's go. In Luke 5, okay, so we've been in the Old Testament for a while. Now we're going to jump over to the New Testament. And in Luke 5, uh, verses 1 through 11, it talks about a story where Jesus, uh, where Peter gets to encounter Jesus. And so it picks up here in verse 1 and says, As the crowd was pressing in on Jesus to hear God's word, he was standing by the Sea of Galilee. He saw two boats at the edge of the lake. The fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. He got into the, one of the boats, which belonged to Simon, or we know him now as Peter. His name will be changed later to Peter. Some just call him Simon Peter. Um, but he got into the boat that belonged to, to Simon and asked him to put out a little from the land to kind of back away from the land a little bit. And then he sat down and was teaching the crowds from the boat. And that's because the water kind of acted like a microphone or, uh, an amplifier and it made it easier for people to hear him. So anyway, okay. So Peter, so Peter was done with his shift He'd been fishing all night. He was tired for sure and was cleaning up and getting ready to clock out and go home when he notices a man getting in his boat. He was probably thinking, really, why my boat? I just want to go home and rest. But Peter but Peter granted Jesus his request and did what Jesus asked of him. And that would spark a life-altering encounter with the way maker, the God in the flesh. And I'm telling you, Boy, did it ever change his life. Do you think Jesus did not know whose boat he was getting into? Of course he did. He was there for Peter. You might say, Jason, he was there teaching the people and needed to borrow Peter's boat. But I say the real reason he was there teaching the people was so that he could use that opportunity to win over Peter. Peter was what he was really after that day. The people were just the means by which he would get into Peter's boat. You see, Peter wasn't looking for Jesus. Jesus went looking for Peter. But Peter had to be willing to receive Jesus and let him use his boat. So it is, so it is with us. We only know Jesus because he made himself known to us. He came looking for you and me saying, can I use your boat? Well, I don't have a boat, Jason, so what do you mean? I mean, your boat is your life. In those days, a fisherman's boat was his life, his livelihood, his means to survive and feed his family. The boat represents your life, career, your purpose. Jesus is asking, can I use your life, your career, your purpose, your gifts, your talents? Can I use it? It's up to you to let him use your boat or not. Peter said yes, and watch what Jesus does next. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, okay, we know that to be Peter as well, Simon Peter, put out into deep water 
and let down your nets for a catch. Master, Simon replied, we've worked hard all night long and caught nothing. But at your word, I'll let down the nets. Notice something. Don't let it slip by. When Simon Peter allowed Jesus to use his boat for the glory of God, Jesus follows that up with a blessing, a show of favor that would exceed anything Peter thought was possible. In other words, when you let Jesus use your boat, your life, your life will be blessed and your nets will be full. Simon Peter, however, however, you know, did not recognize the blessing that was coming because he did not understand who was in his boat, but he soon would. Simon had his doubts about catching any fish. He was tired. He was a fisherman by trade, and if he had been fishing all night and caught nothing, he was pretty sure he wasn't going to catch anything now. But he says something that was that that we should take very special note of. He says, but at your word, I'll let down the nets. That's huge. At your word. That is so important. Even though Peter could not see the point, even though he did not see it being possible, thinking it was probably a waste of time, he obeyed, essentially saying, I may not understand what I'm doing, but if you say do it, I'll do it. Folks, that is a lesson in itself for sure. So check out what Jesus does next. He is about to show Peter what happens when you let Jesus in your boat. In verse 6, he says, When they did this, they caught a great number of fish, and their nets began to tear. So they signaled to their partners in the other boats, in the other boat to come and help them. They came and filled both boats so full they began to sink. There is so much gold packed in these verses. You have to slow down or and unpack it or you'll miss it. When Peter let Jesus in his boat, he invited the power and favor of God into his life. When he obeyed Jesus despite his doubt, Jesus rewarded him beyond measure. And when Peter was blessed, those connected to him were blessed. So what happens when you let Jesus use your boat for his purpose? Jesus will use your boat or your life, your career, your gifts, talents, all that. He'll use it to speak to others, to be a witness to others. Number two, when you, uh, when you let him use your boat, you will invite God's favor and blessings into your life. And number three, when you are blessed and highly favored, those connected to you will be blessed because of you. Jesus blessed Peter because he was willing and obedient, and that spilled over into the lives of those around Peter. Whose life would be blessed because you let Jesus use your boat? What impact would those blessings have on those connected to you? My hope today is that we will let Jesus use whatever we have, our money, our careers, our gifts, our talents, our time, our voice, whatever we have for his purpose and he promises to pour out favor and blessings in our lives that will overflow into those around us. Do you want to be a blessing to others? I know that I do. God, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you for what Jesus did on the cross. Lord God, he defeated death, hell, and the grave. He gave us the victory 
the victory that matters more than anything else. He gave us the victory over death. He gave us victory over the enemy. The battle is already won, and Jesus is the champion. That champion, Jesus, he is the one. He wants to get in our boat. He wants us to, to, he asks, you know, will you let me use your boat? Will you let me use your, your life, your gifts, your talents? And I will pour out blessings in your life that it will spill into other to the to those around you into the lives of others guys all we have to do is let jesus use our lives let him use whatever we have god i pray that today today we would surrender it all to you and we would let you use whatever we have god whatever we have it belongs to you and we will let you use it so that others can be blessed through us. God, we thank you. We praise you. Go before us this day, Lord. Provide us with opportunities that we can be doers of your word and that we can be that conduit, that vessel that you use to bless other people. Give us the strength, Lord. And most importantly, give us that willing heart. I pray that our hearts will be willing and that we will be obedient even when we don't understand to follow you and just do it because, like Peter said, at your word, I will let down my nets. God, we love you. We praise you. Amen.